Hello, and welcome to Miss D's Lunacy. I am now in beautiful London with the most exciting month of the year. Now, number one, we are celebrating the Queen's 90th birthday party, which is in itself magnitude. So she supports 600 charities, and she had a lunch for 10,000 people. There were two tables 800 meters long. It was absolutely top of the line, out Trafalgar Square, all the way in the mall. The Mall, they call it the Mall. Absolutely fantastic. I mean, how does anybody do 10,000 people for lunch? So here we are. That's the opening of the celebrations of the Queen, which is just about the loveliest woman you will ever meet. So now... It opens with Hurlingham. Hurlingham, the most beautiful club in the world, in the middle of London. Absolutely fabulous. Gardens up the wazoo, trees, 40 tennis courts. The whole thing is smashing, and it's black tie with picnics, and people are sitting under trees. Rain doesn't care. They don't care. And... The most beautiful cars I've ever seen in my life. 35 of them rolled out. All from 1930s vintage cars that just about took your breath away. Bugattis, Aston Martins, Rolls Royce, I've Fiat, Jaguars. I mean, in impeccable condition, and you got to see the whole thing. It was amazing. They had a foosball thing. You know foosball? Well, there was a human foosball. And you're running around in this sort of jumpy thing, throwing balls around. Absolutely magnificent. Then you're off to Ascot. Boom, buddy, boom. I mean, it just one event after the next. So spectacular. Absolutely amazing. So, the first day, the Americans are coming into the ballpark. Queen and Stakes, fabulous horse called Temple, owned by Robert Masterson, wins the race. That's the first day. Second day, second race, another American horse comes out of nowhere. I actually was there. Oh, my God, Lady Aurelia. She won. Unbelievable. She left the horses behind. I mean, she was furloughs ahead. Furloughs ahead. Unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. That horse just went ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Beautiful. The queen won two. Won two races with her horses. It was amazing. On Friday, she won her horse, Estimate. On Saturday, Dartmouth won the race. Spectacular. You have picnics. You have car parks. People are dressed to kill. It is the most beautiful thing you have ever seen in your life. I mean, it is pomp, circumstance. You see the queen arriving in her carriage. It just about knocks you away. It is so elegant. I mean, the British do it right. I mean, I wish the Americans could do it that way. But, I mean, everybody is smartly dressed. There were hats made out of peacock feathers and ostrich feathers and flowers. I mean, three feet tall. You've never seen anything like it. It was brilliant. Anyway, right now, 
I have a guest who is magnificent, who will put a smile on your face, and she's going to tell you how to do it. Her name is Victoria Fisher, and she is brilliant. She happens to be a friend of mine. I happen to be a godmother of one of her children, and she's got a story to tell you. Plus, she knows all about this because there's Henley and Queens and Wimbledon. I mean, all of this is just so exciting. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a dream to be here, and I'm so privileged to be here and sharing all this information with you, and I wish you would enjoy it. And so I'm going to introduce my friend, Victoria Fisher. Hello, Victoria. Hi, Miss D. Thank you so much for being on my show. It's so exciting because you're a Brit, and it's so exciting for the Americans to listen to all this. So... Tell me, did I miss anything out of the month of excitement and Ascot and Queens? No, I think you've got it covered. You've, you're, I mean, you've mentioned Henley, which is coming up, and then Wimbledon, which starts on Monday. Um, so you're good. You always come for the best month in the calendar in England. Well, for God's sakes, this place is buzzing with activity. There's nothing like it. I mean, except for the rain, but I mean, who cares? But, I mean, the excitement of Ascot is so beautiful. that It's so dignified. And then I had a lovely friend of mine who got sort of, like, nipped around the corner because they said, your dress is too short. She was like, what do you mean I'm too short? I mean, she's tiny as it is. Of course, I was worried about my hat because you have to have four inches of circumference. And, I mean, it was hysterical. And she got caught... And she looked at the lady and said, everybody else is wearing closer or shorter than I am. She just walked right through the thing. But, I mean, is, Ascot is amazing. Can you not agree with me? Oh, definitely I agree with you. I haven't been for a few years, but my daughter goes to school in Ascot. So I drive through and I see all the partying going on. And I am so envious that I'm not there. And you see the photographs and it's the fashion. It's the, it's the horse racing oh and it's the fashion. And it's just a good... British summertime tradition. It's wonderful. And so you see the Queen arriving in her carriage, and she wears yellow one day, pink the next, and everybody's so proud of her. She's magnificent. Can you imagine being 90 years old? I wouldn't even know what to do. And, I mean, the dignity that everything. And everybody's sort of running around in the car parks and having drinks. And, of course, it rains. They put the umbrella up, and they give you a soggy... A salmon sandwich, and you're like, well, it's raining in the car, it's raining out there, nobody cares. I mean, I love the way the British just can handle the rain. They're like, oops, who cares? I mean, we get really upset, you know, being in Florida. You know, we've got beautiful weather all the time. But, I mean, the, 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 the whole demeanor of the British is spectacular, don't you think? We Brits are good at rain. Um, we are very good at rain. I mean, good you're at good rain. at everything. But we're very good at rain. And the, the party on the Mall for 10,000 people, it poured with rain. And they still sat there with their hampers and their capes and then ate their soggy sandwiches. But everybody laughed. I watched a little bit on television. Everybody was just joyous. But the most key thing, I think, about that day was... The Queen came out. She was in her open-top Range Rover, and the sun came out. It stopped raining for the Queen, and she stood 
for the whole of the journey down the mall and waved and smiled. It's all about the Queen at the moment. It is. And how long does she celebrate this birthday? I mean, it's been months. Well, she actually made a speech at the mall, which is quite unusual for the Queen. She rarely speaks. And she said that she, you know, thanked everybody. And then she said at the end, you know, don't wish me happy birthday at Christmas because I'll be fed up with it by then. Not exactly in those words. That's my talking. But that's what she said. And I think that she's had her party and she'll just carry on and that will be the end of it. There'll be no more fuss now. There'll be no more big parties. She'll just get on with her day-to-day job, which is every day. But it's been going on for months. I mean, these celebrations are everywhere. And now people are actually selling things on eBay. Oh, my goodness. I know. I heard the hampers have gone on eBay. I mean, the hampers have gone. What is a hamper? Americans don't understand that. It's a a wicker basket, which you put food in. And hopefully you go for a picnic and it doesn't rain. But it usually does rain because this is England. So you can cover up all your food and you close the wicker basket and your food is safe. So they provided all these really beautiful hampers. Every single person who was in the picnic had one. Can you imagine what they fed 10,000 people? I mean, that is a feat in itself. Sandwiches. Good old British cucumber sandwiches. Well, I would imagine. I don't know. I wasn't there. But I mean, that is enormous amounts of people. And how did they control the crowd? I mean, Do you know, I was there the day before. I became a proper tourist. I've lived in London, apart from six years in New York when I met you. Um, I've lived in, in London since I was 18. And you forget about all the touristy things. And where I live, actually, I miss a fly pass, but where I live, they quite often finish it. So the red arrows will go over and I think, oh, God, I've missed it again. So this time I went and I went to Hyde Park Corner and I stood there with my very small dog whose hate campaign is probably horses. So all the horses were trotting around and she was just belting out and shouting at them and everyone was really like scowling at me. It was like, I'm allowed to come. I'm a Londoner. I can bring my dog. She's a Londoner too. And I, and I kind of soaked up all the atmosphere. And that was on the Saturday and it was quite accessible. I thought it was going to be gridlocked everywhere, but I parked quite close, wandered over, stood in the middle of High Park Corner, watched the planes, went home. <laughs> it was great. I mean, Marvel, I, mean, I don't know how all this happens. I mean, the Queen is absolutely fantastic. I mean, she really rules the roost. Everybody and loves the Queen. Even she, the people who say they don't love her, they do love her. Oh, you can't not. A, I mean, can you imagine 90 years old? I mean, I think it's so marvelous. I mean, there's a bit of an aristocracy here going on, which I really like. I mean, there's a there's a limit here. I mean, in America, it's like punch you in the face, punch you in the face. We've got Clinton and we've got the thing and we've got the whatever. Everybody's fighting. I mean, here there's some dignity. It is so joyous. And then we've got queens, right? We just had queens. Yes. Last week, is we it just over? had queens. Yep, it, it was over. It finished on Sunday. Andy Murray won. Yay, Andy Murray! Go, Andy Murray. He won. And what about Henley? That's over with too. Henley's coming up, so that will... um, I think that's in a couple of weeks' time. I think that's after Wimbledon. And they have the Henley Festival, so it's all the rowing, and then they have the bands playing, and they have people like Lulu playing, and I don't know if she's playing this year. But again, I've done Henley, and you get all glammed up, and then you put wellies on. And oh, because cape. it rains. And then it's raining, <laughs> and you get wet, and you make all this effort, and your hair's done, your makeup's on, your dress is on. <laughs> you lose the heels, you put the wellies on, and you walk out of that after the end of that night drenched, but with a smile on your face. Well, I think 
I mean, the, everything is vibrating with excitement here. I mean, every day is an amazing day, and you just can't wait to get up and do everything. Now, I have to say that I have a doggy in America that looks at the rain and goes, I'm not going out. Oh, mine too. And you've got a dog <laughs> that like lives that. in the rain and goes, I'm not going out. And I think that's hysterical. I mean, I thought the British dogs were sort of ready to go, rain, snow, shine, whatever. And mine goes, no, not going anywhere. And yours goes, what? Mine, just the cement shoes go on. She will not go out. She gets really excited. And then she gets to the door and she goes, no, I don't go out in the rain. Are you mad? And I've watched her. I have um, I have some help with who, someone who comes and walks her for me sometimes. And I've watched her sliding up the road because she won't move her legs. And she's literally been dragged. Her legs are sold. And then she'll go and stand in doorways and just won't move. <laughs> Hysterical. And then if you try and put a raincoat on her, she gets really embarrassed. So, no, she's not. But she came from Bosnia. She's my rescue dog from Bosnia. Well, wasn't the weather bad over there? I don't know. I think it must be really hot because she, when the sun does come out, she's lying there sunbathing in the garden. Well, my dog sunbathes, and I asked my mother, I said, is that normal, the dogs sunbathe? And she's like, perfectly normal, dear. It shines their coat. And I said, well, I had no idea. And they're sitting there on the patio sunbathing. And I said, well, that's really odd because I haven't had dogs for years. And these two little creatures that I love to bits and pieces are so sweet. And they just sit there and sunbathe. Yeah, mine does too. Mine actually gets onto my garden table and tans, lays it's, out, and then switches side. I mean, she's a brown furry dog. She's not going to change colour, but her head goes up to the sun. She changes position. When the sun moves, she goes and finds She finds a sunbed. She'll lie on that. It's amazing. I mean, I just love these little creatures. So between the doggies... And the, and the Queen and Ascot, which we, we just can't stay, take enough of. There's so much excitement here, I don't know what to do. So I have not properly introduced my guest. She puts a smile on your face. How does she do it? Well, you and I are going to hear from Victoria Fisher how she does what she does, and she does it to perfection. And it's incredible how she pulls it together. So I want to introduce you to someone who has a special talent, inside and out. But what she does, we cannot do. So let's hear it, Victoria. Oh, thanks, Miss D. You say the nicest things. Um, I put a smile on about 5,000 faces a week at the moment. And Hello, that's wonderful. <laughs> I hope I do anyway. Um, and I do that by um, flowers, but I don't do it all by myself. This is a company called Freddy's Flowers. And what we do is we deliver flowers to your door and you open up the box and you plonk them in a vase and they are pre-selected. And I do that and Freddie does that. And it costs £20 a week. And that's how we're making people smile. It's amazing. How did all this come to about? So this was started by Freddie. So there is, re there really is a Freddie of Freddie's flowers, and his his name is actually Freddie Garland, and he love it. Dines Sounds like out a Christmas. Yep. Sounds like a Christmas thing. He dines out on the fact that he is Freddie Garland, and you know he is son of Mr. and Mrs. Garland, who guess what were florists. 
And Fabulous. He worked for a company called Abel and Cole, which delivered vegetable boxes. Started off delivering vegetable boxes. I think you can do your whole supermarket shop with them now. But they chose for you. So you don't pick what goes in your boxes. You may not like turnips, but they're going in your box. He worked for Abel and Cole, and then he left Abel and Cole, and he thought, I'd like to do the same thing with flowers. So you don't choose your flowers. Freddie and I choose the flowers. And they just get delivered. You get notifications saying next week's delivery is, uh, this week's delivery is a mix of British peonies. <gasps> and British peonies is a very short season. And we yeah. really try and keep with our British growers. We buy directly from our growers. And so, yes, there are going to be peonies around for a long time. But if you want to buy them from Holland and not support your British farmers, that's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, and so, so this is what we do. And Freddie and I sit and we plan and we plan a year ahead now because if you're sending out peonies you know you need 20,000 stems of sunflowers you need you need 50,000 stems and that's a lot of flowers to be buying in bulk so we have to with these some of these flowers are now being planted <coughs> so the tulips that are coming out in the new year are going to be planted for us specially and so we have that direct contact with the growers and we know exactly what's going on. And they're happy flowers. That is amazing. And 5,000 people are going to... How do they find you? So there's the website, freddiesflowers.com. Uh, there's our Instagram, which is freddiesflowers. Uh, but the big thing at the moment is that we have canvases who go door knocking. How would you like some flowers delivered to your house for £20 a week? In a box, you open up the box, you put them in a vase, and then we'll pick the box up and we'll replace it next week. And you can have one week's worth. Most people have it every week, unless they're going away on holiday and they cancel it. That's amazing. Most people have these flowers delivered every single week. And because we buy from the growers, we we know the quality of the flowers we're getting. So we've planned the peonies weeks ago. We've planned Christmas. We've planned Halloween. Um, and so these... Does Halloween exist here? Yes. More and more so. I mean, we are really embracing Halloween trick-or-treating. It was sort of a devil thing. No, no, I walked out of my house at last Halloween and it was like a movie set. And all the trick-or-treaters... No, we are doing it American style now. Big time. Amazing. Amazing. So the costumes are fabulous. Oh, yes, the grown-ups are doing it. People, you know, grown-ups are answering their door in costumes. There's a full selection of, you know, organic candy. Um, But (laughs) we're really trying to embrace the American thing. Um, But no, it's really going. And there's the Halloween parties. I mean, I know there's... um, there's a little frown from certain quarters that it's a bad thing, but come on, it's the kids are out and they're out. It's such with fun their, with their parents, and it's such know. fun. Mm. I mean, my son hated it when he was a little boy. We would go trick or treat, and he asked for one candy, and they were like, "Don't you want more?" And he was like, "No." I don't think it's polite. I think we went trick-or-treating together. Together we, we did. We did. <laughs> we, we shipped did. around Centre Island trick-or-treating. We did, we did, we did. Basil, my son, was Winnie it the Pooh. Was, I know. <laughs> and Sebastian was like, no, I don't take more than one candy. I don't think it's polite. I was like, good boy, good boy. Yeah, not my son. He was just taking the whole Oh, lot. my God. You had, like, <laughs> all these costumes. We had the huge thing going on. It was hysterical. They literally, Basil would go up to the door, 
Ding dong, trick or treat. Sebastian, polite. One candy, please. My son would pick up the entire bucket, <laughs> empty it into his. Thanks very much. I'm on. No, but I mean, it was just, I mean, it, it's the funniest thing in the world. I mean, pe- people are just mad about Halloween. It scares the bloody hell out of me. I mean, these kids are walking around going, Anyway, it's, it's, it's just marvelous. But I mean, so you have a website called freddysflowers.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And they can order flowers. They can sign up. They can go on, have a look at the website, and they can sign up. Or, you know, nearly every door is going to be knocked out in this, in this city, I think, with these canvases who are knocking on doors saying, would you like some flowers? But it's and such this an is the amazing deal. thing. Because you get up at 6 o'clock in the morning on Monday, and you're running around going, I'll take 10,000, 5,000. No, no, my goodness, I wish. No, no, no. I mean, it's... We ex- go up, we have, we do, I go to the market to sometimes put an arrangement together to see how it looks, and then, but I, you couldn't go to Covent Garden Market of a morning and, get, and walk in and get 10,000 stems of a flower. You'd never be able to do that of, on a whim. So we are so, pre-planning, and these are ordered and booked and, and sold to us. Months ahead of thousands, time now. thousands, thousands. Yeah, it is. It's thousands. Them. We had more roses than our order for roses was more than Marks and Spencer's. Hey. <laughs> Not so bad, you gorgeous Not so thing. So I went to the market for you, especially on Monday morning. Well, that was very kind. Yeah, I have a beautiful flower arrangement, which I have to say, I'm just loving every minute of it. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's what what kind of flower? I mean, there's just so many. You have British flowers in your arrangement. Yes, so but you but have hydrangeas. Um, what did I put? I put hydrangeas in. I put alliums in. Oh, um, oh God, brilliant. It's like flowered brilliant. out since Monday. What else did I put in your? Oh, my God, it's just beautiful. And then we've got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Actually, it was a real treat for me because I could go around. There are certain flowers that we can't send because our flowers don't come in water. So they have to be dry packed. So they have to survive out of water. Well, what if you put an ice pack in them? Well, then that ups your cost and then people won't be able to afford the flowers. So at the moment, a lot of people can afford £20 worth of flowers in a week. How long does it take for them to get it? Well, if they sign on today, they'll have their flowers. They'll start next week. But if you wanted to send some flowers, so I know you want to send some flowers to somebody, yes. those can be sent out. So we can we can courier flowers to anywhere in the country. And really? actually where we're moving, well, we're expanding now into Bristol. So we've got weekly deliveries going into Bristol. We're going to Brighton. We're going out to Berkshire. And people are loving this. And it's the surprise factor as well. Yes. People are very lazy when they come to their flowers or they're not. No, lazy is probably not the right word. They're not very adventurous. And so we're trying to introduce them to fun flowers. What we don't do is really polished arrangements of flowers. So we don't have the perfect bouquet, bouquet that you will see on many a flower stand in London. But those will cost... Forty pounds and up. That's right. And so, what we like to do, and this is, and Freddie and I are really, um, we really agree on this. That we like something that's a little bit more rustic, a little bit bohemian, and it's as if you've walked out into your English garden and cut the flowers yourself and put them into the vase. And they're how sometimes marvelous. a little bit wild and a little bit fun. Um, and that's that's how we do it. And and people are embracing it. 
it sounds magnificent because by the time you go running around looking for a florist and you're carrying all that bunch with you atop of your groceries, I mean, you're like sort of like, ah, my God, I can't handle it. Well, that's it. But that you don't have to sort of worry about it. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. And the only work that you need to do is open up the box, snip the ends by an inch, and that's it. Give them a drink. And there if you go. If you had a drink for 12 hours, you sure as hell need one. So we it's you know, amazing feed them. that it comes so quickly. And they come in, and do you know what? Sometimes they last three weeks. We've had flowers wow. that have lasted three weeks and are still looking great. And to the point where you think, oh, God, I'm sick of the sight of those things. <laughs> Get them out of my house. But they are incredible. It's marvelous. I mean, the flowers that I get from Victoria put a smile on my oh. face. And this woman, who's not only beautiful, talented, and absolutely a great mum and everything else. No, you're never, ever going to please everybody. No, you know, there but There are always I mean, some people who only like white flowers or they hate lilies or they hate roses or, you know, there's you, you can never, ever please everybody. That's true. That's but, true. and that's why I'm never allowed to go on customer service. With okay. somebody calls up and says, I've had white flowers again, and I will be going back through the calendar saying, no, you haven't, because I've worked out really carefully that you had white flowers four weeks ago, and in between then you've had this, that, and the other, and we really work hard to make sure that we don't yes, repeat. Yes, you do. It's, it's really remarkable how she puts this together. I mean, 5,000 followers, I tell you, is brilliant. We have 5,000 customers. Yeah, well, we you're going to get more. Well, I hope so. Well, with this show, we hope you're going to get more. Well, that, that's nice, but I think uh, it's. you're right. It is kind of making people happy. We get the most glorious emails from people saying, thank you, thank you for these flowers. They have it, it, really it, made me smile. When I, I was in the that. jewelry business, actually, people were actually writing me say, saying thank you so much that I made their day. I was like, whoa, do you know the satisfaction of doing something and doing it correctly and actually making people happy? I mean, heavens to Betsy, this is great. I'm doing something that I love. How lucky am I? I love flowers. Well, you're flowers. surrounded by flowers. I'm surrounded by flowers. I love every moment of it. Even when I go to the market and I see those guys there who've been there for years and you have a little bit of a joke and it's six o'clock in the morning and you're watching London wake up, which I also love. I used to love doing that in New York. You know, you watch a city wake up and I love that. But I just think I am the luckiest girl to be planning out these flowers and be surrounded and... It's making other people smile, too. Well, it's wonderful. And we saw the full moon yesterday, which was absolutely wonderful, because somebody said it was solstice as well. It was solstice and a full moon. I missed it. Oh and my I forgot about God. it until you said tonight. Oh, my God. Did we were watching. It? We were taking pictures going, oh, my Lord, this moon was absolutely orange. I've never seen anything like it. Just rising on the horizon, solstice, moon. I mean, oh, good God, this place is full of excitement. I mean, I don't have enough time to cover all of the bases of what we're trying to do. And I'm trying to get tickets for Wimbledon, but I think I've lost the plot. I mean, I'm not sure I can do it. I think, you. the only way you'll get into Wimbledon now is to stand, stand in line. And I can't see you doing that for more than five minutes. Yeah, well, it's not kind of my thing. That's not really your thing. But I, I'm so glad Andy Murray won Queens. I'm so proud yeah. of it. Yeah, good boy. 
He's a good boy. He's married. He's stable. I think he has a child. Yes, I think. Yes, they did. They had a baby. Yes, they had a baby. There was all. It all sounds so familiar. Family. I mean, you know, I'm not very good with family. No, that's not true. You're very well, good. It's a, well, I don't know. My son seems to think something. But well, mad. you're very good with my family. My family adore you. Well, I adore your children. It's only mine that drives me crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's like, what? Where are you going? What are you doing? Oh, my God, he drives me insane. He says, well, I do things last minute. And I'm like, ah, well, that's not the way we function. But anyway. All right. I've got to find... Victoria, thank you so much for sharing what you had to say about Freddie's flowers because they are magnificent. And I hope my listeners in London, in Paris, in New York, in Florida are going to listen to this and go, okay, this is how you do it. Forget picking them up. They're coming to your door. Coming to the door. And we're coming to America. We're coming to get you. Yes. That's the plan. We're going to do a show on that one we'll when it comes. We'll do a show. We'll do a Absolutely. show. We'll bring a London bus. Well, this is what exactly I'm going to be. I have a joke about a London bus. Now, you realize that London buses have these huge steps. I mean, they're double-deckers. We don't exactly use those sort of things. So anyway, this woman is trying to get on the bus, and she can't get her skirt. is too tight, and she can't get on the bus. So she unzips her skirt. And then tries again. And, of course, the step is huge. She can't quite get on the step. So she unzips her skirt a bit more. She, there she is trying to maneuver to getting on the London bus. I mean, they're huge double-deckers. She can't quite get on it. All of a sudden, the gentleman behind me, behind her scoops her up and puts her on the bus. She turns around and she says, Why are you touching me? How dare you be so familiar with me? And he says, well, ma'am, normally I would agree with you. But after you unzipped my fly three times, I kind of figured we were friends. <laughs> so instead of instead of, of, of unzipping her skirt, she was unzipping the fly of the fellow monk. <laughs> Absolutely hysterical. So there you have it. We've got Freddy's. We've got Ascot Queen's. Wimbledon, London, we're doing it. We're all packing it in. I'm not leaving here just yet. They can't throw me out. I have a passport. I'm we allowed to be here. We have Glastonbury this weekend as well. Oh, Big festival, Gla- oh, Glastonbury. Tell me. Oh, talk about talk, talk, talk. Well, I mean, I'm not going. I went back in the day. Um, I'm not going this year. I will go at some point, but it's mega, mega, mega now. It's a concert. And it will rain. <laughs> oh, great. The entire time. We will it's have a huge concert. Days. It is massive. It is, and it's a like ten thousand people. Or oh no, no, no! Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds, it's, hundreds. It's very big, and it's super glamorous, and and but you know you can go super glamorous, or you can just take your tent and just pitch up with your ticket. I mean, these are hot tickets. You have to be so very who's organized. Playing? Who's playing? Oh, I think uh, you know the usual. I think oh, who's headlining Glastonbury? Maybe uh, Coldplay, I have no idea. probably <gasps> Adele, probably. Um, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow's husband. Yes. Yes, and he's in town playing at Wembley. Wow. I think they've just finished. Anyway, amazing person to see. I've seen I've seen them play live. It's a goodie. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, there's David Beckham over here and Victoria Beckham over there. And I mean, everybody and Madonna's having a fight and Guy Ritchie. I mean, there's all these things. It's also exciting news. And we've got Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband, Chris Martin, who are separated but together I mean 
It's the most confusing thing I've never heard of. And then you've got all this activity that's going on. But it is a wonderful place to be. I have to say, it's the most exciting. I come every year for a month, and it is such a joy for me to be doing all of these activities. And the fact that I have extraordinary people and friends in my life that are offering the best of the best, really top, top, top notch. Can't beat it. Now, my ending words are, do not lead us into temptation. We can find it ourselves. God bless you. Catch up next week. We're going to give you more info. God bless. Bye, everybody.